International. Hello, everybody. Copy of the show. Hello, everybody. 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 I breaks it down to the bone gristle. Ill speaking scud missile, heat seeking. Johnny Blaze, nightmares like West Creek. Niggas gunning. My third eye seen it coming before it happened. You know about them fucking stabbing kids, they smashing everything, huh? And in these shape, form, or fashion, now everybody talking about they blasting. Mm-hmm. Is you busting still or is you flashing? Mm-hmm. Talking out your asshole, you should have learned about the flow in PZ Afro. The Calgary Stallion, chinky eyes, snot nose. From my naps to the bunion on my big toe, I keeps it moving. Know just what the fuck I'm doing. Rap insomniac, being to catch a nigga snoozing. Slip the cardiac, arrest me. Exorcist, hip hop, possess me. Crunch a nigga like like a nest, you know my stage, burning to a third degree, sneaky ass alley cat, top pedigree, the head toucher, industry party bum rush ya, you don't like a dick up in your fuck ya. Hello everybody, yeah, welcome, we're back again, once again, in the, in the live in the flea furnace, beautiful South Austin, we're here, this is Austin, baby. Oh boy. Keep it weird, what, this is the Austin show, don't, oh boy, the Austin show. Is, I'm affirming. You're already against Austin? Is this, is, 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 is really, am I going to have to defend the political decisions of both Austin and Texas? Because I will, because it's a nation and, it, you know, uh, secede or succeed, you know, there's a reason that they're homonyms, I suppose. Uh, wait, wait. Hey guys, welcome in. Yes, I am of course uh, Ethan. I'm here every week. I'm here with my two good friends from Feature This, Bezo Beasley. Hey, nice to be here. Thank you for having me once again. No, really? Yeah, it's great. I feel gratitude every time I'm here. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I, <laughs> it's all—it's a joke, guys. <laughs> Go to take it seriously. Like I'm not a mean person. I try to be nice. And uh, of course, for Mountain Dude versus Dorito Girl, Donna Bajoa. Hello. Hi. Hi. And we have a guest in the studio. First guest for BTI recommends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've been waiting on it. We've been waiting on a guest. We've just been showing movies to each other and talking, you know, to each other constantly about because mm-hmm. the, the premise of BTI recommends is someone brings in a movie that they fucking love yeah. that they care about so much and they think everybody should see and typically something a little off the beaten path a little. We've done babe pig in the city. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, they're showing that at Draft House. I saw the. For like I saw a, the trailer. I wanted to go see Logan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, me and Tim, uh, Tim League, we're friends on Facebook, so and you, he you sees what I do, <laughs> and you know, he doesn't pay me, but he certain copies every single every one. idea that you have. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. I actually had a theater. Yeah, it's once. part of their their. You have to see the sequel kind of uh, mm-hmm. lineup. Yeah. 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 They're doing like weird movies or and something. We've mm-hmm. done Babe. What else have we done? Babe's kids. We've done Babe's kids we've done babe babe ace kids this is welcome to bti and recommends a movie, any movie and, that starts with and babe. baby geniuses and baby geniuses <laughs> and baby stay out 
We've also done uh, Baby Stay Out. No, the fuck no out we here. haven't done that. Guys, we have a guest that's brought in. Our first guest, Nathan Fawcett of Loose Mead, everyone. Hey, Hello. friends. How are you? Hello. I'm so honored to be here in defense of my uh, movie pick. Right I'm happy to be in Austin. It's a uh, lovely town. Though. You think uh, it's lovely? Yeah, there's uh, rain and humidity and... Uh, Standard there, Austin thing. Yeah. 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 Anecdotally, I can say that Austin is the rainiest place I've ever been. Mm. It's like a monsoon every day. Really? <laughs> Anecdotally, I can say that everybody here sucks because everybody is in suits downtown. Presence, present company included. Yeah, <laughs> definitely present company. Yeah. Speaking of which, I was driving downtown today to like pick Nate up and I was like, I was like literally every single person down here right now because it's guys, if you don't know, there's this festival called South by Southwest. It's broken up into nine different segments. Yeah. And in the first part of the week, which is why we're, you know, you're in town every day. The first part of the week is like film interactive, which is like pretty much anyone on the internet that's not doing music. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> what it is. And I was driving down to pick him up. Every single person looks like Ben Stiller in Greenberg. <laughs> like, that is 100% <laughs> true. <laughs> like, everyone's like trying to look cool, yeah. but obviously you've, you're past what you're, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Earlier today, I, I went to get a coffee and I went into a coffee shop that was actually now called Comcast. <laughs> and the guy came up to me. He's like, I'm going to give you your flavor review. So just uh, fill out this iPad survey. And while I'm looking at him incredulously. I'm already hating this. Yeah, I hate this so much. I look to my left and I see a couple dudes in their like 40s, early 50s maybe, wearing fedora hats with uh, Oculus Rifts on just going like, oh! Like waving their heads around like, I can't believe what I'm seeing! And so the guy tells me like, oh yeah, let me give you this uh, flavor profile or whatever. And then I said, how about cold? Do you have cold coffee? And turns out that doesn't fit the flavor profile. They don't have cold yeah, coffee. Miss the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you one thing. I know that you're new to Austin. Let me tell you one thing. The best place to get tacos, like in Austin, Taqueria Spotify is the best place <laughs> really? in all. Uh, yeah. You I know. Loved, I I love uh, Spotify. Yeah. Uh, Ad free Spotify. I've never tried it, but exactly. I've heard good things. And yeah, yeah. I, I love taco. I love Authentico. I, lo- you know, I love that's Authentic- the thing. Authentico Spotify. That's big for me. Uh, yeah. You live Moss, would oh. you say? <laughs> I'm the hey. most moss motherfucker you've ever met. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, do we swear on this? I'm assuming. Oh, you're you're cussing? Yeah. Can yeah. we cuss? Well, there's a lot of beeps, but yeah. It works okay, out. yeah, okay. we'll allow yeah. cussing for this one. <laughs> That'll be okay. Uh, I do, yeah, I mean, I don't know. My my favorite pizza to get from here is, you know, the uh, Doritos Lounge in yeah. Austin. Mm-hmm. If you haven't hit that place, you know, what are you, know, you guys have any bars? No one's going to write. Oh, I have, I, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I have a great <laughs> recommend for everybody. Yeah. You should go to Frank downtown. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Frank yesterday oh, because yeah. I was I was like I you know what I want to I don't want to go to one of these like bougie corporate sponsored places. Right. Also, yeah. I don't know where to go. Right. And Shout I need some Jeff food. Daniel Northcutt. <laughs> <laughs> so I roll into Frank and it's like yeah, it's a nice hot dog place, whatever. And so the guy the guy gives me my hot dog and I. Fork and knife it, you know. You fork and knife uh, the I, dog. I, I fork, it was too big. You have it. It was. Yeah, on, you have to. Then. I don't know. For the listener, I don't know if you know about Texas toast. <laughs> this shit is on double Texas toast, friend. It's three slices. Yeah, hell yeah. So I fork and knife the mother. 
the guy. No, you can say dog. I don't know why. I don't say motherfucker, so I don't know where the, the second motherfucker no, was like coming from. I like the cussing. Call them bitches. It's fine. I don't use the B word. I'm sorry. Oh. That's oh, not for me. I don't know if you know about uh, me. He's from Los Angeles. Yeah, <laughs> we're a little softer there. Uh, so I, I, I cut it up and, you know, take my bites, whatever, take my vitamins at the lounge, you know, just getting away from everything. And the guy comes up to me and says, Hey, that's a nice shirt. And I go to say, thank you. And I bring the hot dog into my throat and I go, so then I'm in this, like, it's kind of like a bougie, nicer hot dog place. Very trendy. $7 hot dog. Yeah. And I'm wearing the only hip shirt I have, which was bought for me by my parents because they saw the Trolls 2 Justin Timberlake music video and thought I should dress more like that. <laughs> so I'm wearing this cool shirt. He Getting tells me it's nice. with Justin Timberlake everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so, so Nate has curly blonde ramen noodle hair yeah. in this restaurant. Yeah, all the ramens. And I take the, the dog in to uh-huh. my uh, sternum uh-huh. and then I don't want to embarrass myself so I I just go ah and then I try to drink it down uh-huh. and when I do that the blockage is so intense mm. that it just shoots the water back <laughs> out and I start puking all over this bar and then I'm like oh boy okay here we go and so I. I put my hand over my mouth and I'm trying to contain the vomit and I start to run and this woman, it, it felt like a hundred hours, but I'm, it, it was probably 127. T- it it yeah, felt right. like 127 hours yeah. and I was using my right hand, which he did not have the luxury of, there you go. but I, <laughs> I'm running through this place and I just hear this like kind of Forrest Gumpy and like, Keep running. The bathroom's up ahead to your right. <laughs> and right when I get in the bathroom, oh. and I puked everywhere. Yeah. And uh, they were really, really lovely there. The staff there. Uh, at, and they, they were like, you're number three for the day. Yeah. We, they, they, yeah. Yeah, they, we, we got to stop the double. Right. Right. Yeah. Toes. They said, don't feel bad. No, it's fine. Hey, your bill's $15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're good up there at Frank about hot dog. You know, they're professionals. They're service interview industry professional that would have happened at Lafayette Coney Island Can I, yeah. they, you would have just thrown up there might have been a lawsuit right. in place but except that they named the hot dog the choking hazard so that <laughs> hey, one's true. I just real quick want to give a shout out to my friend Matt uh, when we were in elementary school, we dared him to eat as many slices of Hungry Howie's pizza as he possibly could. Hey. And then we played the most aggressive game of tag that our recess <laughs> parking lot has ever seen. Uh, and he straight up puked an entire slice of pizza, like no bite marks. It was amazing. <laughs> so it was just a straight up pile of puke with Whoa. a full slice of pizza oh. on top of it. I've only ever done that with tomatoes. I was really sick one time at my uh, at my parents' house back on Orban Road, Napoleon, Michigan. And I was just eating tomatoes while I was sick, just eating tomatoes, uh, drinking Verner's. And then I just threw up like nine whole tomatoes. <laughs> and this, my, and my this mom, is just puke cast. What's your best puke story? <laughs> I, well, uh, Max and I, my roommate, we live not too far away from this place called Baby A's here in Austin, which is known for having their purple margaritas. Is that a movie I saw? Baby uh, A's? Uh, 
maybe Apocalopos uh, or wait, how do you say Alca- we don't even bother with it. We just go A's. Sounds good. You can't spell it when you're drunk. Yeah. It's got elephant for its logo. The purples, uh, <laughs> they, they only allow you to have two when you're there. So uh, we're not too far. We don't live too far away, so we can get back easy. But anyway, uh, I've come to find out that if I have two perps while eating the hot sauce, <laughs> the hot salsa that they have with the chips and salsa, mm. almost guaranteed vomiting when I get home. Oof. Weird. Oof. Yeah, like I can eat the cheese and eat everything else, but as soon as I do with that salsa... I've, I've run that'll it down like you. a scientific yeah, experiment, like changing the variables, yeah. and I figured out that I've locked into you. this mm. weird thing there. Hell yeah. So that's my vomit story. Well, yeah. hey. Dude, I got a lot of vomit stories. Hit me up on Twitter at Donna <laughs> Bourgeois. Uh, that is my favorite thing about, uh, you know, Taqueria Spotify is that nothing's spicy there. Everything's mm. mild. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the great thing about South By. If you're looking for bland everything, <laughs> yeah. we've got it. Welcome to Austin. Welcome to Austin, baby. You brought a movie for us to watch. That's the premise of this. Yeah. Your favorite movie? I would say that it is a favorite. <laughs> is it, a favorite top ten. It, you know, I kind of, uh, you know, within a already backtracking. Well, within a, with, yeah, within the purview of films that I think are fun and essential viewing, this would be yeah, top ten. I, I really feel like this is like a forgotten classic that has been. Uh, for for a film to have Forgotten this, class. it's from 2007, isn't it? Uh, buddy. <laughs> When's the last time somebody brought it up to you? <laughs> Ever? Yeah. yeah go, go to Blu-ray.com and search it. If, you're, if your definition of a forgotten classic is simply forgotten, I could add a whole bunch of uh, yeah, titles to that tags list. Of classic for no reason. <laughs> it is interesting because the last movie we watched for BTI recommends came out in 2008. So, like, I can definitely which feels more like a See some <laughs> parallels there. What was the circumstances in which you first? He didn't watched even this movie? say why his <laughs> movie. Yeah, we're okay, it up for the okay, friends. Let's he's build. Gotta, let's he's gotta build it up. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so I was working at a landmark movie theater at the time, and there was a guy there who, um, like. If for those of you that don't have a landmark theater in your area, it's kind of the place where like punk kids get their first or second or third job, you know, and everybody just chills out and smokes and <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah, exactly. it's like my house. <laughs> you guys want to watch yeah. movies? The, the <laughs> level of nihilism at a landmark theater is like through the like it's like oh what's that? Oh it's a xenon bulb. What does it do? I don't know. It runs a projector. Hey, do you want to throw it off the roof? Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Oh shit, that shit pops. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so so there was one dude who was like actually like wanting a professional career and to like be and his you know, name be, was Spike. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll I'll never forget the great Marcus uh, exposed me. He said, I just saw the best movie. I went mm. down the street because we didn't play it at our theater, but mm-hmm. we had a theater down the street and he was like, I just saw the best movie. It was unbelievable. You've got to see it. <laughs> And so I, I said, oh, I'll take your recommendation. And then four or five years later, uh, <laughs> it showed up on something. Yeah. And I sat down and watched it. And I wish I had that guy's phone number because I would call him every day just to explain <laughs> how much I love this fucking film. <laughs> and the For movie sure. is... And the movie is Lee Daniels, just before Precious, made the film Shadow Boxer with an all-star cl- cast, including Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Monique, uh, Stephen Dwight. 
Dwarf. Macy Gray. Macy Gray. CBJ. Uh, CBJ. Cuba Gooding. Oh, yeah. Cuba and uh, and Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Steven. Why is Dorf? it CBJ? Because <laughs> you great... said it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how's that work? Craig Baldwin Jones? <laughs> yes. The most famous Craig Baldwin Jones. I don't know if you guys saw him. He was the killer in this movie. Uh, <laughs> but it is, yeah, it's an amazing action film. It's a, it, so, okay, let me run it down for you guys. Okay. Who, do, has anybody ever seen The God? Father, <laughs> is that one of those forgotten classics? Yeah, yeah, one, one of these classic. old forgotten classics, right? She yeah. got the Godfather. You ever see James Bond? Oh, the James Bond. The James Bond. You ever I've see that? Seen the James yeah. Bond. Yeah. Okay, so you got those two. You guys like music? Oh, <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, I, I've heard of. I've heard yeah. of it. Yeah. Do you guys like uh, emotionally complex family stories? Of crickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, this movie. Do you guys like incest? <laughs> it's all here. Every element in narrative storytelling is included in this movie. Whoa. Yeah. One could argue that it spans into the next movie that Lee Daniels made. Yes. Which is Precious. Yeah, this, so this is a prequel the name to of Monique's character. <laughs> Monique and is she's Precious. She's the mom of fucking Precious. Yeah, oh. that's true. Yeah, that's all. All of Lee Daniels' movie take place in the same universe. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a is shared. This, is this your top ten? Like your number one Lee Daniels Lee movie? Daniels yeah, movie? yeah. Okay, ten. I like this better than season two, episode twenty three of Empire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much I like this. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I I I, I I I had no idea what you were talking about when I when I saw it, and I I googled it like when you when you sent it to me, you're like, oh, I want to do shadow box, and I'm like, okay, I don't know what that means, uh, so I Google it, and I was like, what the like, how have I not heard about this movie? Like, right. there it, it has all of the elements of, as such a big Macy Gray fan, as <laughs> a huge Macy. What's the I I, and I keep, you try to say goodbye? That's you, what it is. But you stumble. And that's the thing. I, I, I try to say goodbye to this movie, but I stumble. Literally, I'm stumbling. You try to walk away, you crumble. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 you can't walk away from this film. You can't ignore the fact that this movie probably cost $5 million to make and made, I think, $350,000. Yeah. If, if it's lucky. Yeah. If it's yeah, yeah, I looked at the back box office. That's why I look. That's why I was looking at. It. I was like, well, this movie has so many fucking famous people in it. Yeah, but did I, you know Angelica Houston almost <laughs> played uh, replace Helen Mirren? She was originally signed oh, for this movie. Wow, would have been a very different movie in my opinion. Mm. Helen Mirren goes just fucking straight up Tinder in Sh- this. Should I? Yeah, should I give like a little synopsis? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for the people. Hey, you who have to defend here. this. Fucking yeah, okay. So so. <laughs> Shadow Boxer is the story of uh, husband and wife. Uh, what, they, what do they call them? Assassins. Yeah. 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 Husband and wife. <laughs> assassins. Are they husband and wife? Yes. There's wow. Certainly a couple. Yeah. So Helen Mirren and Cuba Gooding Jr. are husband and wife assassins. They fuck and they. But she's also his mother. Yeah. Well. So, um, <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> uh, do we do we do yeah, that? Spoilers. No, no, no. spoilers. It's the best uh, thing about podcasts about movies is people constantly going, ah, spoilers. <laughs> that is the funniest. That's the best part. Yeah. yeah. It's such a good bit. They're, so they play husband and wife assassins who are hired by mob boss Stephen Dorff <laughs> to hit his pregnant 
wife, girlfriend. Uh, but then when they get there, they discover that she's actually pregnant. And Helen Mirren says, no, thank you. No way. I Not won't do game. it. I won't do it. Because she's got the, wicked cancer. Yeah, the, she yeah. has. Yeah, it's true. So she's yeah. feeling yeah. feelings because yeah. she has cancer. She has the yeah. cancers. And, and the stress of having a, a silencer pointed at yeah. her while pregnant for has her give birth. Yeah, her water breaks. Her water water breaks, and she gives birth, and it's too much. Yeah, you got to bring. So they bring her in. They squirrel her away, and uh, meanwhile, the cancer is very aggressive. Cancer. (laughs) The street name of cancer is the disease of empathy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the cancer. I might have just offended all our no. cancer listening base. <laughs> Fuck. So, don't like no, worry, they won't be around guys. forever. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> so they have to move into hiding in their own version of the witness protection program right, right. To, to help this mother raise this child. And uh, and, uh, and I'm getting do, triggered so. right now. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> Why this movie makes me angry. Oh, yeah. no. We're not even done with the synopsis <laughs> yet. Oh, my God. Wiki I know. All right. It makes All right. So we ta- we, we'll, we'll get, because we got to get to the nitty gritty. We here. got a lot. So yeah. we got to start unpacking, as they would say on NPR. So <laughs> so they take it to hiding. Helen Mirren, unfortunately, passes away. Not... Uh, or no, yeah, before Cuba Gooding Jr. has his final sex scene with her in her grave. <laughs> full ass, yeah, by the way. Ass. Yeah, dinging it. No, Cuba. actually, no, she's alive for part of it. I he, forgot. He, he <laughs> shoots he her in the head and keeps death. fucking her. Yeah. Yes. He shoots her dead while having sex Not with only her. incest, it's, also necrophilia. It's yeah. extremely hot. But that, I'll be honest, that was the best oh, part of the yeah. movie. Oh, very sensual. <laughs> yeah, very C- sensual. CBJ fucking his dead mother. Yeah. Fake mom. She's not his real mom. It's peak fine. Cinema. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so they have the sexual intercourse, and then <laughs> after the fact, then it becomes more of a family drama. And then it, we're just trying to get to know uh, how is Cuba going to learn to love Michelle Rodriguez? Oh, so most of your connection to this film is within just the third act, like purely the third act. I think. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. My only connection to this movie was Marcus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was Marcus. And there is a sequence early on when they when Steven Dorff, the gang boss, finds out that they did not uh, perform the hit mm. and he pulls his half-chubbed, flaccid penis mm-hmm. wearing a condom mm-hmm. out of the pe- person he's having sex with and then just stands there wearing a condom. <laughs> saying, cute, what the fuck? cute <laughs> thing about that scene, that scene they shot multiple times at very degrees of hardness it's because the because fluffer, they didn't yeah. want to have to get an nc-17 rating uh, no joke so he, wanted, he wanted yeah. to be, to be as, cocked yeah because yeah, you want to be as big as possible without reaching nc-17 big. right yeah because like the nc-17 rating is it's completely mysterious yeah. to yeah, yeah, anyone. Yeah. Now it's I, so I work in this. I work in film distribution uh, uh, as a side job to my hilarious comedy. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really funny because I'll be in actual meetings and we're we're just like, is that a boner? Uh, that's a boner. Oh shit! So no, a boner? No iTunes. <laughs> okay, so a boner is a, immediately a, 
a, a full, a full, full fucking a, like, yeah, like fully engorged yeah. boner is yeah. an NC-17 and restricts you from showing on iTunes. But a fluff uh, chub, fluff chub, let's roll. Fluff half, chub, it's, it's half, half yes. mass. Yes. Then it's I mean, okay. cause like you, you text me back and you were like, you were like, you were like, yeah, uh, Stephen Dwarf's flaccid penis. I'm like, a, not flaccid. Yeah. yeah. It is definitely it, fluff. Or otherwise you think he has a baseball bat when he's ready to <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Seriously, if you're talking flaccid, you're talking fucking uh, Jason, whatever Wait, his name is from uh, Seth Rogen's I'm sorry. One <laughs> second. Let me unpack what you just said. No, let's keep moving. <laughs> you know, guys. Just... Very confused right now. Uh, okay. So Steven Dorff's dicks in the movie. Right. Yeah. And so for me, that was pretty formative. Yeah. That was one of the... Form- that, <laughs> yeah, that was that was when I realized like what a penis looked like on uh, screen. You know? it, like made me feel better about me. You know. Uh. <laughs> That's why I started taking all my dicks pics like half flubbed with a condom on. Like, quick, sending a quick aside. <laughs> that's why you can. That's why you can share them online and not get the NPA. Yeah, I, I get it. Now. Uh, notoriously, I have. I've. Uh, I've only taken one dick pic, and it was at the request of an ex. And you know, hey. we were getting a little around, around, around. but yeah. I didn't know how it was supposed to work, uh. and so because I I was kind of unaware of it, yeah. so I went into the bathroom of a park. <laughs> and I put a Spider-Man comic behind my half-chubbed penis <laughs> and took a profile picture of my half-chubbed penis in front of a uh, Spider-Man comic. <laughs> and then I said, please don't ever share. <laughs> and if you guys Was go to... comic l- for scale? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, it's like a big rope yeah. he's swinging on, eh? Yeah. And if you go to looseme.biz front slash uh, comic dick, you yeah. can find that picture. It's there. all up there. No shame anymore, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I, uh, no, you got to be fluff for a dick pic. Yeah, well, that's, you have to uh, for any time you're on screen. You got to be fluffed, right? Yeah, like, not well. That's that's for the veteran. That's for a Steven Dorf type, right? <laughs> yeah. That's if you're if you're new to the biz and you're just like, oh, I guess I got to put my peen out here. Yeah. Okay, just soft, <laughs> soft, nervous peen. Because you, you has to be nervous. Well, you, I guess you have to be an exhibitionist, but actors, uh-huh. you know, yeah. I don't know. Think about it. Um, yeah, so this movie rules, right? <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, Stephen Dorff hears that his uh, ex and the kid is still alive and then proceeds on to the third act to go track them down. Right. Yeah. And finds them. In their new house, because you also have the, these giant time shifts in the movie. Yeah. It like this whole movie technically spans, I, I think, 15 to 17 years. No, I think it's closer to uh, six. I divide the movie by six to ten, six to eight. Mm-hmm. pre-blonde wig <laughs> and post-blonde wig. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the kid grows up, so. Yeah, well, the kid's like, the kid's He grows speaking. up to like, like how old do we, eight. Eight, yeah. 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 Or nine. Yeah. Eight or nine. So. Where the movie starts pre-kid. Not very long, though. Right. Well, whatever. There's some flashbacks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. If you want to count all those, then it's technically about 35 years. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Okay. So what do we want to get in on this? Uh, What are you guys thinking? I hated this movie. So I have my. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Really? You hated this? Yeah. 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 I can't imagine you would hate this. As a lover of Babe 2. Yeah. Yeah, As a Babe 2 defendant. I don't know how you're going to. I think that 
it's um, and I when I was watching it at the end, I, I hate it a lot more then than I do now. I have a little more distance from okay. it. Okay, um, but the uh, one of the things that I, I really that I'm really maybe I'm a little more sensitive to it than most is that when things become salacious just to be salacious and without proper context like 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 the scene where you're talking we're about, never going to get here because that's why I love this movie <laughs> because it, it throws all that out the water and just yeah. says it, it, like uh, it's almost like it's trying like it because it has those scenes like Stephen Dorse Dick in the movie like it, I don't feel like that any all, any of those scenes are earned it's just there and says so like oh man we're doing taboo shit here like this is taboo yes. and here it is and here it's we're pushing the envelope but it's it's pushing the envelope just as a director getting his actor and putting it on screen and getting away with it unless this is important to the plot and this tells you something about the characters and what's necessary and it just felt exploitive in that sense and hey. the, yeah and that never fixed itself throughout the whole thing. I know. I, I, I agree with you and that's part of why I love it. Like I love like the sheer bombast of making a film like this. Like I don't think it earns anything. It does. I don't think it should have been written, <laughs> but just the, the idea that it was written and cast and then was made to me makes it a great movie because this is unlike other movies. I think they intended something very different than what came out. Oh, I, 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 you know, if you look at what, but I mean, Lee Daniels later work also, he's, he's very bombastic, very, uh, soap operatic. Like, I don't think, I don't, I mean, I think Lee Daniels, there's no subtlety there. There's never any subtlety. Um, so I don't know that I think you might be right. I don't, you might be right that there is like the intention was to make a great movie. Um, and there was really some thought behind like, Oh, this, this is probably a great thriller. Um, but then like (laughs) his baser instincts took over. And I think that that's actually what makes this movie nice to me is like the baser instincts took over and you're seeing just something so fucking silly that like, I've, I've not seen it, I guess. Like, I, you know, you've se- I've, uh, everybody's seen, like, schlocky movies or whatever. But, like, just, I don't, to put fucking Helen Mirren in a movie where this happened, where she's, fu- she's dying of cancer, getting fucked by Cuba Gooding Jr., and he yeah. shoots her in the head. Like, these things are, like, things that I would prattle <laughs> off, like, really drunk, like, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> like, I think yeah. that's why it earns it, is because, like, we've all been <laughs> in that We've zone. all been there. We've all <laughs> been that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> and I think that's, I mean, I, I don't know that I can argue that it's an amazing film. I think that I can definitely argue that it's like, gotta see it. <laughs> Do you think if Lee Daniels had this today, that it would have turned out the same? No, no. What? I think it was early in the career enough to be able to do this for sure. Hmm. I mean, it looks terrible right yeah. like i mean well, well precious looked terrible yeah. i didn't see precious okay. admittedly here's the thing i'm like, not a big and, lead and precious guy. Is, i like, I'm sorry, I I like precious a lot actually <laughs> but precious okay hard <laughs> silence yeah <laughs> but i mean we, like overdone drama over way overdone yeah i mean precious is similar it's just a different genre and maybe he's better at the melodrama than he is at the whatever the fuck this thing is. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think he's doing a lot of melodrama in this movie. It's just segmented by like, what is the way that this section of the movie should have been distributed? 
because right. parts of it are like this is a lifetime movie yeah, like yeah. this section right here this 30 minute chunk is its own lifetime movie just let that live in that universe that's yeah. fine yeah this part this is great this can just be a normal movie that would have a real release yeah so like all the gangster stuff that's like that that's those normal are like the yeah. bones of a real movie right yeah. and then like the dream filter around fucking your mom and then killing her (laughs) while you're inside her. Right. Yeah. And then coming is that's like, well, that's the real like crux of the film is that like (laughs) the base, the base seems to make sense. Like on like a basic, like uh, Mr. Mrs. Smith, like kind of like a crimey, like we, we kill people for a living sort of movie. Like it makes sense. But then you have these weird things where it's like, why is Cuba Gooding Jr. Helen Mirra's kid? And then why are they fucking like, why, why do they fuck? Well, I think I'm like most, there's I'm a, and, and for half of the movie, you don't think they fuck. And then he comes in and she's playing rap and he's uh, like, Oh yeah, here's yeah. my Joe boxers. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna fuck you. And well, it's like, whoa! Like, I, I, one, he puts the rap on. Two, they <laughs> definitely there's an implied fucking when he's curled up like a little kitten but at her s- fucking feet I, in the yeah, bed. I'm okay. It's implied, but they go there. That's, that's a the, fuck move. Okay, you don't I mean, curl up on someone's <laughs> feet unless you're deep I, in I, the see, bone. I didn't zone. think that because okay, I was I'm like, they're taking sleep- notes. They're, yeah. sleep- <laughs> they're sleeping at L's. Like normally, people yeah, sleep like, like people two do eyes. After like normally, people sleep like two lines but then in the early part where you see him sleeping in the same bed the first scene they're sleeping like in well, hell shape they're actually the first time there's any kind of sensuality is when he asks her to wash him which is which like it Fine. goes it goes to your point that it's not it, it doesn't <laughs> go full sexuality so it's like hinting at sensuality without without it's leaving it open to you know interpretations yeah like when i was a living nurse and people were like i can't walk and i'm like i don't care it's my bath time you fucker (laughs) take your meds and get in the bathroom with me now i don't really have a problem with the premise of these two people who are together at the start of the movie who their profession is assassins and they whatever i'm okay with all that it's it's (laughs) how do you have cuba being so so incredibly uh sociopathic like his character is i mean like i mean like there there's like straight like cold-blooded assassin yeah and then he takes that to a different level where he's like super straight straight cold-blooded assassin dog do you ever see logan <laughs> same thing <laughs> <I saw that. laughs> Wow. And, uh, and and then expect us I can't to like get into Logan right into now his because South by Southwest has taken over every theater here. That's true. So Logan isn't showing anywhere in Austin. And so uh, and then like okay, we're supposed to be emotionally invested. This character like is it a hard decision for him to do what he does to Helen Mirren? To kill her? No, I mean, no, it's fine. Not, it has no emotional resonance because he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, whatever. I just like that scene because it's got a dream filter. I'm like, yeah, ooh, yeah, I'm going thank you. I'm going to remember this later. I mean, honestly, you know, it's kind of like the the old, uh, it's like the Suicide Squad quandary. <laughs> really? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Like, they went through a thousand rewrites. You're going to pull it out all the good movies. I forgot about that forgotten classic. Suicide <laughs> yeah, Squad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like any movie yeah you might know of an oscar winning film called suicide squad <laughs> yeah. from steve mnuchin who is a government official okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also jared leto won best actor for it so whatever yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> there, come on uh, but uh, look at that, that, that's the whole thing i don't that, that was the disconnect for me is that like 
I, 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 I don't understand why no one doesn't understand. Like no one is like, this is an incest movie. No one brings this up because, and it's a fucking incest movie. Eh. Well, no, because incest means that you are direct blood relatives. Okay. okay. A, the relationship is rooted in trauma. Fair enough. Something important with incest. Sure. B, she was his guardian while he was underage, like while he was like nine. She right. watched over him from the years of like nine to when did they start fucking? Right. Nine and a half. Yeah, well, well, that's the whole thing. You don't, right, know, don't when, know. You don't yeah. know when they started fucking. Right. And now uh, he's fucking. I'm just getting like it's very dwarf levels of turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's very French film. I mean, I will. I'll, I'll give you that. But, yeah, you see, so you're trying to claim it more as an art film now. <laughs> I hate this. There very. is there is like one like actually, in my opinion, like one actually good like sex scene, which is when uh, the chick, the mom is jerking off. Mm. She's having a jail. Oh, oh, that's a good sequence. That yeah, really I forgot about that. Yeah, actually. that whole that section whole ed- is that like... Can edit that out and it'd be no completely way. seamless. No, that thank is you. the redeeming uh, no, grace you, of this movie. <laughs> I'm fine with it being in there. <laughs> I, I love watching women uh, masturbate realistically. Okay. Like you ever see Stoker? Scene. I love it. <laughs> oh. No, I hate that movie. <laughs> uh, so for me, the because... Uh, what the character's doing and, and this world that they live in, which just doesn't seem to have, I mean, it's just completely implausible and it's just so completely absurd and it feels like they're just being salacious to be salacious and I get Dude. it. The sheer audacity of it and filming it and saying, fuck it, that's what's going on the screen. Yeah. I get that. I get that. But it's not handled by a guy I think who can handle that, which makes me wonder if Lee Daniels was given this today to work on, if he would shoot it well, differently. He wrote it. If he were to shoot it differently with the skills that he has now, that it might actually be I something don't think really, so. really I, interesting. Did y'all see the butler? I didn't see I the butler. No. <laughs> oh, I did actually. I See, I don't think uh, Lee Daniels. It feels like a director cutting his teeth. Yeah, no, it definitely does. It definitely does, and I think I I have a soft spot for directors' first features because I I think they're a lot of times they're beautiful accidents. I think mm. that often they are not great movies, but there is just great vision that they lose really quickly. Um, but that said, with with him particularly though, I like I don't know. I to me, every bit of silliness that was in this movie was impressive. Like, like it was a different story, but the story was so over the top. It was just like, oh, and then this happened, and then this, and, you know, there's a hundred things happening, yeah. and there's loud music, and there's walking into the camera, and there's just, like, all the, all the finer points of Precious, I think, were employed here. They were just employed on a different story that was uh, a sillier story, perhaps, like, you know... Spoiler, I'm going to do that joke again. <laughs> Sapphire didn't write Shadow. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, like, uh, <laughs> like do, you, do you get that hot dog out of you? Just yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so is like, so is everyone in c- considering Precious like the peak Lee Daniels? Yeah. I mean, is it was that, nominated for Best Picture. It, and it yeah. was a huge cultural phenomenon. I mean, well, I, didn't, did I didn't. I didn't. Oscar for it. 
didn't he? Sounds shit, Gabberday Sedebe. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't know shit about she Lee Daniels, and I don't know shit about Lee Daniels, and I don't know shit about Precious because I've been. This is like my first Fourier like into Lee Daniels film, and I'm like, I, I don't. I, this is fucking bizarre. This yeah. is like nothing. Nothing is like routed in my like conception Precious of loves reality. KFC. Yeah, <laughs> there's actually a, why you say that because she did. I think doesn't she like spend a bunch of time in the movie like walking around with a KFC bucket? I think that was literally the cover <laughs> of the movie. That better be true, otherwise this will You're like so bad because like if you looked at like a meme poster of it, that's like an alt right like true, meme yeah. poster. She likes frogs. <laughs> and she yeah, likes KFC. She likes, yeah, you know, precious. She's like Is a Pepe fanatic. She. Oh loves God. fucking <laughs> she loves St- you know you know precious the steven chowder vehicle like, uh, uh, i don't know i don't know why you're d- the- i mean is the 90 percent of the movie part like her struggling with like her weight issues or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well she has severe self her character is very flawed and yeah. self- self-consciousness is part yeah. of that and of course that's reflected in her weight right uh i'll say this uh when i watched uh <laughs> shadow boxer i don't <laughs> when I watched Shadow Boxer, I I wasn't aware that it preceded Precious. Very interesting. I thought it had come out a couple of years later. And uh, so I, I also had a, that's one of the things why in retrospect, I think a little bit differently of it now than it did when I watched it. Um, and one of the things that kind of frustrated me is because when I saw Precious, there's two performances in it from actors who should not give good performances, but they were amazing. Yeah, which is, or maybe I say, I say that it was severely un, un, unexpected. One is from uh, uh, Bonique, and then the other one is from. Uh, uh, who's that singer from the, who has the high octave range? Oh, the 80s? Mariah Carey and Mariah yeah. Carey. Yeah, and um, it's like, oh, here's a director who can pull great performances out of actors. Yeah, and then I look at um, and then and then I watch Shadow Dancer, and I'm like, well, here act- I thought because I thought it preceded, came afterwards. Like, well, here are actors who know that he can get good stuff, and so they're giving it everything that they can. Right. I mean, some of the dialogue that Helen has is fucking atrocious, but yeah. especially when she's giving like I remember when she's telling her story. It's her performance of is like wow. There's a lot of shit going on. She's thinking shit. Like you can see her. She's acting. You know. There's yeah. Stuff right. There that's not in the words. And uh, so I, I was like, well, here are these. And then like Steven's gonna. I'll, I'm fine. I'll show my dick. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna have to, right. <laughs> I'm gonna have to work out my body for the next six months so I can do this full nude scene here. Right. You know. So and then you know you know, you know Cuba has like four or five ass shots in the movie. A lot and, of good butt shots. And yeah. uh, so like the actors are really doing everything they can. And yeah. and then it's all shit like the movie I, is, is dogs I can't get into it and it's just that's why it's even that's why it even felt more insulting to me I was like oh come on you're, you're letting your actors down like telling them to, we're gonna do we're gonna take these real big challenges and then not give them a vehicle where that can be uh, enjoyed I, I mean I, I guess I can agree with that to some extent but I do like I think that's again I think this is just like we think about movies differently because like for me, that's why it was interesting to me is like he got all these really good actors. Like one of my favorite performances in the movie is just Gordon Levitt. Who's just like so bizarre. It's such a fucking bizarre, like kind of like, what's up? Yeah. He he gets caught eating a girl out. Yeah. Which is, he also has three different accents. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He does like three different accents. Like (laughs) it's like if, if you, uh, fans of the movie havoc, We'll probably remember that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is this Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's mm. just like a fucking like 
I, I, there's some part of me that really likes the idea of letting actors just do whatever they want because it, it, there's some, to some point, actors are, are what you make of them and what you give them like you were saying, and I like the idea of not coaxing anything out of them. So this letting them flap around in this world. (laughs) But it's the director's, I think it's the director's job to let them be, you know, take those chances, but then put them in a film where what the result is safe. That's something that is not embarrassing to them and is not uh, harmful. Like it, it doesn't exploit them. Uh, You're making you me fam- sound like a hateful person, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> are you familiar with Snow Dogs? Because I'm pretty sure there are bottom, more bottom tier movies like Cuba has been in. Well, uh, well, that gets into his story. Uh, There's a fascinating, uh, there's a fascinating roundtable discussion with Cuba talking about his career. Somebody asked him in the roundtable, "What what do you think about your career ever since uh, Jerry Maguire?" Jerry Maguire, and he's like, he he, like he admits, like I had, I I was the the short end of it is that he he got really egotistical, started making a lot of demands, started hurting his reputation in the industry, and had to do a ton of direct to DVD shit that he he acknowledges was shit before he could build rebuild his reputation and kind of put things back in place before he could start getting. OJ Simpson. Yeah, start yeah. Like, well, Stephen Dorff's. Is, I mean, maybe this is part of what this movie was. It's I don't like, get your attachment to Stephen Dorff. Like, why? why I worked uh, with him on something. So I have, is that why uh, you like him so much? No, I don't like him at all. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I actually <laughs> actively don't like him. <laughs> but <laughs> I just think he's an interesting actor. You keep going back to him, though. I, like have, you, a, I have a fascination with him because, like, when I was young, you e sick man. <laughs> Wait, did he do blue? Yeah, he it's, blue. oh, he's the blue guy. He's the blue guy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I always liked That's the power of one as a kid. Yeah, and and then I got really into Blade when it came out. Yeah, and so yeah. Stephen Dorff has always been that guy in the periphery. I kept expecting to yeah. come and blow up. He well, and that's like you know for. Cuba, it was you know it was being too uh, asking for too much, and for Stephen Dorff, it was the same way. Like he he could have been a power player, likely. Uh, you know he looks good, and you know whatever mm-hmm. he's an all right actor, mm-hmm. but he, he's got a medium sized dick. He's got a medium sized dick, especially <laughs> when fluffed. Uh, but he's just so fucking full of himself. So I, I felt like there, and like maybe that's part of why I like it. It's just like this weird redemption ground where it's like Helen Mirren doesn't give a shit anymore she's just doing whatever she does and cuba needs some redemption and steven dorf does and michelle rodriguez had all these legal troubles so she's in this movie and like maybe this is just like the like and and then time has changed the way you look at it now because they've either made comebacks or they're more successful or we think of them differently where at at the time even though it was a load of talent like joseph gordon levitt wasn't anything monique wasn't i mean she hadn't played in yeah she was yeah exactly she was a comedian you know Mm -hmm. so it's everybody's like finding ground and then for him to i guess lee talking of lee daniels for him to like be like yeah just go with it like do your best (laughs) you know it just it did it almost feels like a really bad audition tape after audition tape after audition (laughs) tape in a way that i love (laughs) yeah there there is a sense of like this shouldn't like you said like this shouldn't exist kind of thing yeah yeah Yeah. i mean it doesn't it doesn't make sense like i i don't know like it's the same thing of like why I mean like like why wouldn't people make my lizard people script? <laughs> like it's like they're making this yeah. right. It's like they're making something insane already. It's just that you have like these 
kind of like semi people that are industry behind it and then and then it's like oh yeah we'll make this we'll make something that obviously will only make two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and we'll put five million into it because this movie had to have cost money right like i mean i mean i couldn't find like a figure i couldn't i could only find like a box office figure that box office figure was like less than half a million dollars well it's one of these things where i surely most of the budget it went to above line talent yeah and, right and um but you know with a with a story this is what i think like it, it comes down to the director cutting his teeth because I, I think the director had different emotional beats that he wanted to hit that never rang true yeah. and so it feels way more salacious and way more whoa out of left field on all oh, these different things okay. whereas if he was really get the emotional uh 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 capture like what he's trying what he had originally written and probably originally yeah. intended to film then it wouldn't be completely out of place to have the masturbation scene it wouldn't right. be completely out of place to have him kill uh, Helen while he's fucking her well like anything sex wise in this movie completely misses the mark of like a healthy sexual relationship right like no sex in this whole entire movie that's based around a lot of sex <laughs> yeah makes any sense like the most normal sex thing that happens is the fact that like a bar owner uh fucks a sex worker like that's the only thing that makes sense yeah, well i, I thought the, the, and, and the rodriguez character at the end yeah yeah, yeah but that's uh, i mean but that's also like a completely weird abusive unhealthy that's relationship because he's completely sociopathic and there's some like they're trying yeah. to reason that the reason why he's you know acting as a father figure to raise this kid is because some promise that he kept to Helen Marin's character yeah and keep in mind we haven't yeah. even gotten to the end yeah, where so his kid kills Stephen his Dorf, father his real biological and then, father yeah and then so so at the end the redemption is that the 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 child is falling in line with the father who's who's ultimately portrayed as like a negative character right like like he's a bad person right like I, 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 I'm not surely I mean everything nature built versus up. nurture <laughs> I mean, they, the the I don't think the screenplay tries to if 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 it was uh, his intent to like oh over time he has built a little bit of morality towards these people yeah uh, if that was the intent that didn't come across I, I, mean, I don't think and then if it was the intent for him to be completely you know completely like stone cold neutral to them I don't even think that even sold either so no. it's it's uh, I don't know what the intent was uh, for that. I don't know what the but, intent was for the movie. But Steven Dorff, he, he and his crew come in, they find him, and they go to the basement of this room. They, they lock up. Uh, they got, you know, uh, Cuba sitting in a chair, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to, you know, torture you for what you did. And then the kid comes in. There's a fight, and yeah. uh, the gun gets released, and uh, the kid picks up the gun and shoots Steven Dorff. This movie is yeah. complicated. <laughs> That's true. I think it's a little simpler. Because Monique is a crackhead and when yeah, she walks also in on Joseph Gordon-Levitt eating, eating that pussy. puss, Hell yeah. she's like, oh no. And yeah. then goes to tell Steven Dorff that yeah. his baby's still Monique sells out, out the entire thing. Yeah. Yes. And they Seven live. years yeah. after yeah, it's happened. Yeah, she has a long memory. Yeah. 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 <laughs> For a crackhead. For, for a yeah. person who's and, openly. And Steven Dorff sounds like the character who would probably kill her on the spot 
you know, just for holding on to it for seven years because he kills. Well, he so does. Yeah. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah she turned the face and then kills, the kills right, Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Um, Here's I, the thing: if you're trying to escape someone that you had a baby with and you're supposed to be dead, why are you living so damn close to them? At least, yeah. yeah, they know exactly where they are and how to find them and everything. Yeah, yeah. And they've moved three times in this. I think this it's probably. I think it's presupposed that at this junction in history you're actually not allowed to move uh further than you know 50 miles or so yeah. i think that's part of the universe yeah that's for sure <laughs> yeah like if you have a baby and it belongs to someone else like even if they don't know who the dad is or the mom is like you still have to live within like a 20 mile radius yeah yeah, yeah. so just uh to answer or go back to an earlier question so i i have access to some box office information oh, oh. uh through my work mm-hmm. and so i went in to see what the budget is and it must be such an embarrassing right down that they didn't even report it officially to the people who actually <laughs> officially track this and yeah. you have to pay money to be a part yeah. of it. IMDb Plus. Yeah. <laughs> this is on Rentrack and there's no budget, but I will tell you that it its largest release was 43 screens wide. Uh, it actually made, I will say this, that it made pretty good money opening weekend. Well, 127,000. Yeah. 100, yeah. I, that's a lot. And it's world For, gross was it over 300,000. So that opening weekend was, was, uh, South by Southwest 2015 <laughs> <laughs> and every Star yeah. Wars movie. Yeah. Like- I mean, uh, for, okay. For, for a niche platform release, it really didn't do terribly until it expanded wide yeah. and it obviously didn't hold wherever it played. So yeah, a little, a little inside baseball <laughs> for y'all. Hey. Uh, the, one of the things that I, at the third act that I was, it was building up towards and I was like, Oh shit, we're going to see Cuba do some badass shit when he gets out of this. Like, yeah. There's no housing. He's, he's, yeah. He's trapped. He's sitting in the chair. He's got to escape somehow. It's going to be sick. It's the most yeah. boring. It is the worst <laughs> fucking climax. It's such so a non-starter. It's like, what the fuck was the, uh, the director is like, uh, he must have given it to like a second assistant to film on that day or something because like it was, it, it's like they use like really bad slow-mo to show action happening quickly and he like headbutts somebody like, well, it's so bad. He it's loses so a bad. thumb or something He gets too. his finger hey, cut yeah, off yeah, earlier. That part's yeah. tight. Because they just throw it across the basement. Just like, oh, fuck this. There's this weird sound effect that is too delayed for the amount of throws (laughs) that he does. (laughs) He, like, throws and it's, like, pause. Well, also, like, along those lines, too, like, the kid, when he shoots the gun, is, like, basically... Or, no, maybe it's when he's, like, shooting... Because he shoots that his like assistants Steven Dorff shoots like his assistant's foot or something oh, yeah, yeah. but like where his gun is in like in relation to the guy like on the stairs it would have like gone through his chest or something yeah well hey continuity doesn't matter rolling bullets <laughs> so alright so, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> admittedly curved. as the person who likes right. this movie yes. um, I can say that this is kind of embarrassing for those involved in certain ways if you wanted to go that route so I just am curious for you like who suffered the greatest indignity by being Uh. in this movie we've already described a lot of scenes we've talked about all these major players who were in (laughs) in these roles Uh. so who who actually do you think suffered the greatest indignity by being a part of this CBJ 
Are you labeling you want to like pick uh, like an an, individ- an individual or can I just say the actors? Well, if you want to go <laughs> as broad as the actors, <laughs> the grip. <laughs> Because I think, like, you know, from the cinematography and lighting and some of the costume work and whatnot, I think there's there's pluses there. There's obviously some production people yeah. who know what they're doing. So I don't want to put roll them into it and say right. everything's bad about it, you know? Right. Okay. But I feel like the actors, particularly the ones who who signed on and agreed to do these things and then was put in a film that is as I would describe it, terrible that I think it, I think they're the ones who get hurt the most Yeah, because they can't go around doing dick move. They can't like Steven Dorf can't show his dick in every movie. Right. Like, yeah. yeah this a, is a one and done. Like we can't like, you <laughs> can't be only... that guy who's like, well, no, excuse me. I'm pretty sure this scene requires a dick. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you're getting Harvey donuts. Harvey got that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a monopoly on unnecessary <laughs> dick shots. So I think, uh, I, I think those kind of scenes, like I, I, maybe I'm looking at a little, a little too in institutional thing. What? from perspective but I, I want those actors if they do those kinds of things for the, the film to really earn it right I get that sure. I mean I I always find that when the when like nudity is like whenever like Mr. Skin is all juiced up about some movie that has like oh it's the first time this person did nudity <laughs> or something and it's always just like oh really mm-hmm. yeah, you took your pants off for this oh, for this man, bummer yeah. why yeah. why bummer. I mean what does that what do, how do you make that decision in your mind of like you're reading this script like as an actor well it's like so I I mentioned it earlier in the podcast and it if this is a similar movie to Shadow Boxer, where I don't know why I'm going to recommend it to you, but if you've never seen the straight to video movie Havoc, mm. it is the most embarrassing take on young people in Long Beach <laughs> who get mixed up with like actual real deal LA gangsters, yeah. aka it, the story of Sublime, right? Uh, <laughs> and it's it, but it's uh, 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 Anne Hathaway's in it, right. and she just bears her body and soul in this movie, and Joseph Gordon Levitt does like a cool, like, like crunchy, like <laughs> weed smoking skateboarder who does like jive walking, Hell yeah. but it's, it's super funny, super great. Next time I'm on, we'll talk about it, uh, but <laughs> you're not coming back out. After this. <laughs> <laughs> but that movie specifically, I remember thinking like, Oh, this is so shameful that you actually put this much effort into what was then a straight to video release that, uh, yeah. I just remember right after, uh, Roger, Ebert died. They did it on the Ebert and Roper show and Michael Phillips and who was the other guy that was Oh, on? they reviewed this movie. They reviewed the, the straight to okay. video sh- oh, movie okay. and Richard Havoc or, or, or Havoc. Okay. And then Richard Roper. I just remember looking at his like pervy little face and he was just like, Anne Hathaway is a revelation. <laughs> and all I think is like, oh, is that because she masturbated on the street? He's like these 14-year-old in forums that are like, I got some new tit shots. <laughs> totally. So I agree with you, Ethan, that it's Cuba Gooding. Yeah, uh, it's CBJ. Yeah, totally. Like Because he was in it the longest also. He's in, it, he's in it the longest. He's He makes so many, like his character is trying to be some weird hero. He's not even an anti-hero. He's just a weirdo fucking scumbag that does a lot of weird fucked up shit and perpetuates the narrative of his father that is admittedly the bad person that causes all of this in the beginning. Yeah, which is handled so haphazardly at the beginning in this cheesy flashback thing. Trauma and familial organization is like thrown out of the window in this movie. Mm -hmm. Like, 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 and 
community does that. Besides that, like every single, every single shot that I got from this movie that was like screen capping and like sending out to people in like group chats. Every single shot is like soft, uh, soft filter around the outside. Right. Cuba Gunning Jr.'s ass fucking Helen Mirren with a gun to her head. And then and then it, not only is it ass shots, which are notorious, like notoriously the worst shots to show of someone. It's fucking full on shots of Helen Mirren's perspective while CBJ is just straight up thrusting <laughs> like there's three thrusting shots of him like like uh, how would you not be like oh yeah gifts are a thing now like i shouldn't do something fucking stupid <laughs> right so then i'm like a masculine like forever i'm this thrusting yeah, gift. I, i'm reminded of the kind of the fallout when um sharon stone found out that you know there's the actual clit shot in basic instinct and she was furious because the director at the time was like don't worry we're, we're gonna edit we're gonna pick the take where it can't be shot and seen and everything yeah. and and in retrospect, she later said it was the right choice because it made sense with the character. And I think that's right, even though that, too, is a very salacious movie. Right. But it fits the characters. And I think that's where the tone gets is wrong in this one and right in that one. So, real quick, I have and not because i even want anything sexual out of it but i have freeze framed that fucking movie basic instinct a million times just to see what everybody's i don't see it i've never seen it i don't i can't find it i can't find it either (laughs) i can't find it either it's a real dude problem (laughs) (laughs) that's like the other day the other day we were like Like the other day we were last night we were outside and some like uh, some fucking street wanderer was walking around with an open container outside and was like, you see the ring around the moon? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't see it. And then I see a Facebook post like uh, today and I'm like, oh, it was bigger. Like you had to look outside of the moon. So I'm thinking that's my problem with basic instinct. You don't know where to look. I don't know. It's like, it's like, oh, the top left corner. It's like, you know, it's like green screened in yeah you know, I don't know but I don't see it yeah I have had an issue finding it my there was a life. similar uh, I think ha- uh, episode that happened with uh, the actresses in blue what was it called the one the one con a couple of years back oh blue, yeah blue, 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 blue was the color yeah yeah I liked it when they they too were like they were they thought that the director was going to cut around some of the more yeah uh, obvious um He's a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. followed her into bathrooms and stuff. That Wait, was part of what? the other problem. Yeah. He was kind of abusive in that way. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, so, who do so, you think had the greatest <laughs> indignity? Uh, like, well, can I include me? Just, <laughs> just uh, like actors, I wouldn't go so far as any characters specifically, but I think with actors, I'm going to go with Monique. Because I think everyone else, like, I don't think Joseph Gordon-Levitt's performance was strong enough to be like, he did a bad thing or got roped into this. And I feel like Kuba was, like, trying to get back at something. And Helen Mirren was just like whatever <laughs> you're right yeah, yeah, yeah. and Steven Dorf may as well not even exist in the world as far as I'm concerned <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie Helen Mirren looks good in this yeah, movie yeah. she always looks, she looks good yeah, yeah she's a babe yeah forever she's babing it out in this movie yeah. even even when yeah, she's a real a, pig in the city even in the flashback sequence when she's played by a completely different actress <laughs> <laughs> even when she's fucking her own child <laughs> I'm like hey uh, you look great 
Yeah. So uh, when I was watching this the other night, um, I started drinking. Sure. And because uh, it'll draw you to, to that. Had, yeah. To, yeah, <laughs> had to get the day off of me and I needed to watch this, etc. And uh, I got my new phone. And so at the same time, I was kind of popping. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. It, it took some time. But I, I was stopping. I was uh, installing some apps while I was doing it. And I was watching the movie and so on. And then near the about right at the end of the movie, I had just finished installing the recording app so I can do recording, uh, voice re- recording. There's not a native record voice recording? If there is, I couldn't find it, so I downloaded something. And uh, as soon as the climax of the movie happened, all of my emotions came uh, full steam. Uh, you got a rant? You got a drunk and, rant? And uh, I hit pause, and I just kind of went off for about two minutes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> now, to be fair, uh, I... It, I like I said, I think differently of the movie now. Than Wait, I did have you it. listened to this? I have. And <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed by it, but it, <laughs> as a podcast, how could I not play this? this yeah, is yeah, yeah, exciting. So, so okay. uh, I'm gonna. I'm You're gonna, gonna press play and hold the speaker up close. To the Wait, why don't we just give our recommends and plug everything, and we'll just let a, that play I us out? I want to hear <laughs> this. I want to. I, I am in the mood. Yeah, so let me. I'm okay. Just give me a second to kind of work this. Yeah, you got a new phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hold on. <laughs> for a Grammy. I don't know what the fuck. What the fuck? The biggest waste of fucking talent I've ever fucking seen this bullshit piece of shit. I can't believe this fucking ending. God damn it. Who the fuck picked this thing? <laughs> I'm so fucking upset. This is such a big fucking waste of talent and my time. My time is being wasted. Just like everybody's time who fucking made this movie. Who, who got paid money. This movie didn't make a goddamn penny. Wow. I'm going to have to <laughs> leap out a lot. Of that. This is a no cuss podcast. Wow. Yeah. After sitting across from you for nigh on an hour, hour yeah. and a half, yeah. that came out of. <laughs> like, you had expressed everything on this podcast, but I had no idea you had that in you. <laughs> well, you get some Gentleman Jack in me, and uh, hell yeah. I was, I was ready to go. See, so. I think that's why I liked it so much. But anyhow. Oh, 
let's go through. Let's uh, Bezo, uh, Bezo Beasley for feature this. Uh, recommend or not? Uh, for the sheer curiosity of it, if you've listened to this podcast, okay, fine, give it a watch. But almost everybody who sees this is not going to enjoy this. So, so do is, not recommend. Do not recommend. Uh, Donna Bourgeois, uh, Mountain Dude versus Dorito Girl. Uh, this is a weird movie. Um, I would say if you can get it for less than $5, it's worth watching. I guess five is fine. I don't know. So you recommend? Yeah. Don't eat, don't eat okay. a cheeseburger or something and watch it. It's okay. weird. It's not good though. I'm going like, to don't think that it's good going in because it's not. <laughs> I'm going to recommend dropping ass and watching this Ooh. with your friends and thinking <laughs> about your family. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a pass. I'll give it a wreck. <laughs> Nate, do you give it a wreck? Bro, you listen re- to me. <laughs> you got to watch this movie. I mean, you know, if you ever thought that uh, like Southland Tales was too restrained, <laughs> you got to watch this movie. Watch the fucking movie. You can buy it for a penny on Amazon. I promise you. <laughs> Shipping's three fifty though. I spent four dollars on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, I guess uh, if there is anybody that like you're, I guess when we were talking about like who has mud on their face the most about this movie, I guess it truly is the audience. It's not, really, yeah. it's not the actors or anyone else. Yeah. Fuck. I'm glad I watched. Uh, I'm glad I watched. Yeah. It. Thanks yeah. for the wreck. Yeah. Thanks hey, for the wreck. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to them shitting on my movie. What, the next one that I recommend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tune in. Hey. <laughs> uh, and tune in to Nate Fawson. Do you got any plugs? They really, really yeah. want to talk yeah. about? Yeah. Right? So we do a podcast called Loose Lips. Uh, Hi, Rec. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Yeah. we're gonna. We're probably gonna do a South by wrap up where you'll Ooh. hear this guy, and hey. I'm pointing at him. <laughs> <laughs> but we're uh, talk about pussy, <laughs> <laughs> deep. Uh, so yeah, so Brian. listen to Loose Lips. Subscribe to that. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Uh, go to loosemeat.biz. Oh, like, yeah. share, subscribe. All that bullshit. Facebook, blah blah blah. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. We have all the. We have all the oh, social yeah. medias. Um, also, just uh, get into. I'm sure you're probably into it, but everything is terrible. We're contributors there. Cool. Mm-hmm. And you can also find us at Highland Park TV, which is a great new uh, public access uh, YouTube channel, which is definitely worth a watch. You'll find us there along with many other funny people. Hell yeah. Thanks. Uh-huh. Bezo, you got anything? Uh, check out FeatureThisPodcast.com. New episodes coming up uh, almost on a weekly basis. Hell yeah. Donna? Uh, you can listen to my show, uh, Dude vs. Girl, where I talk about video games and stuff. Um, and also you can find me on Twitter at Donna underscore bourgeois. Um, and then also we had the Loose Meat Boys on our show a very long time ago, and I'm trying to figure out what episode it was. On um, what? On GBTM? Yeah. Know, go back through the archives, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. like pre-episode six, so yeah, if you're a long really, listener, you uh, might re- re- recognize, but uh, if not, you should listen to it. It's a really funny interview that they had with Gary Busey. So. Yeah, it was a sweet, sweet... I was <laughs> yeah. so glad you guys set that up for me. I, I always <laughs> wanted to talk to the man. Yeah, he's a real yeah, wild card. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, 
acceptable. Uh, call PC on Twitter uh, at XD4ERB, Ethan Billups, I don't know, and everything, whatever. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. Thank you so much Thank for you, coming Nathan. on. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, guys, keep it Kahlua. Hell yeah. <laughs> Later, y'all. Bye. A Virgin Mary had an abortion I'd still be carried in a chariot By stampeding horses Had to bring it back to New York I'm happy that the streets is back in New York For you rappers, I carry the cross I carry the cross A Virgin Mary had an abortion I'd still be carried in a chariot By stampeding horses I had to bring it back to New York I'm happy that the streets is back in New York For you rappers, I carry the cross Y'all can keep your weak beats From your corny producers There's a new king in the streets You're gonna get used to I was the old king in the streets that y'all once hated, but now I reinvented myself, and y'all all waited. Nas, NAS me, niggas against society. Noisy, I ain't, I silently. New source surrounding me, I hang them, I string them up, ain't no thing. I just drop them to which doctor you cop that you locked in, it ain't what it was. I changed it up from that pop shit, it's hard to see RB rappers arguably. Started fucking up the game horribly, cause I parted to see that these novices targeted me. Bitches infatuated, say they love me, lying to me. Without discovered, it's my brother's trying. Trying to be the next me, yeah, I support him, but he's blinded, I see Jealousy, he loved me to death, and my bug, and I love him for life We both still mourning on our mother's life, and I don't need much But a Dutch, a bitch to fuck, a six, a truck, some guns to bust I wish it was that simple, the last emperor hit your ass with the nasty nasty diary Get out my path, I carry the cross If Virgin Mary would have had an abortion, I'd still be carried in the chariot By stampeding horses, I had to bring it back to New York I'm happy that the streets is back Back in New York, for you rappers, I carry the cross. I carry the cross. If Virgin Mary had an abortion, I'd still be carried in the chariot by stampeding horses. I had to bring it back to New York. I'm happy that the streets is back in New York. For you rappers, I carry the cross. I can't keep a bitch, cause none of them come before little deaths. I can't be too rich, too many hoes lined up for sex. I can't rest until my niggas in houses with pretty maids, watering flowers in them. While my niggas walk around in their trousers grinning. Gotta keep a lot of heat. 30 cows, 10 minutes. Millimeters, 40 pounds, plus the heckler to set y'all straight. You're too light, I shoot your freckles out. You're too dark, the infrared show you what the... Ah, ah, ah. International. International.